0: Hi, my name is Ethan, I'm an electrical engineering professor at UCLA, and I have three daughters and a happy family, and I live in Manhattan Beach in beautiful California. I would like to tell you about my life experience, in particular related to how I came to believe in Jesus Christ. I used to have an atheist background because I grew up in China, just like most people in China. We did not believe a uh, God. We did not believe any, even supernatural power. We believe everything is made of physical material. And that's the belief I had. And but one day I went to college and then my mind started to become different. And because in college, I have to deal with everything on my own, you know, I no longer under the protection from my family, so I have to Think about everything in a different way, and I realized I was not very happy on like a, a a typical routine people's life going through. And people used to take a you know uh, goes to college and get a degree, find a job, and establish maybe a happy family, and then toward the end, so what? If death is waiting for them, then everything we gain in this world will eventually become meaningless. So I wasn't happy with the ending of human life. And so that makes me wonder why we have to go through all this. So I start to have these questions about the purpose of life, and also I asked around, I ask my friends whether or not this is uh, uh, something they have thought of. Some of them said, yeah, I have of the same thing, but I had no answer. And some of them even told me, don't even think about that. Don't even continue to think about things like that because eventually there's no answer. So I came to U.S. in 1995, and I came to U.S. to study in graduate school in University of Texas in Austin. And so I have a a long-known friend in UT Austin back then. And he was actually in my same class back in China. So he happened to be in the same department in UT Austin as well. So he, of course, he picked me up from the airport and he welcomed me. And he also bring me to attend this uh, university campus fellowship. And so that was my first encounter with Christianity. So I learned about uh, Christianity in that fellowship, and learned about God uh, and Jesus Christ and the salvation of Jesus Christ and the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And however, I feel it's a wonderful theory. I mean, it can explain a lot of things, and something like uh, the question related to the purpose of human life, and it does have an answer. However, it to me. It's still a theory and I have not found a connecting point between that wonderful theory and my real life. So that's why uh, after a while um, attending the service, the pastor came to me and asked me if I can make a determination to be baptized and receive Jesus Christ as, uh, as our Savior. And, but I told him no because I wasn't ready and because I still couldn't believe, uh, you know, the God's existence. And so how can I make a choice to be baptized and be a believer of Christ if I cannot even believe God exists? And this is also partly because of my long-rooted, like uh, atheist belief, right? And also because of my profession, you know, I'm doing science and all the times I have to teach my students and, and on what to do and everything has to have a logical way. So for something unproven, I cannot choose to believe that easily. So I stayed in this campus fellowship until the end of the quarter, when the winter break is about to begin. My friend came to me, and he and his wife are about to get married, and he asked me whether or not I can attend his wedding. And I said, of course, I'm, you know, we are friends. I'm supposed to be there in your big day. And, but he told me, well, the wedding will actually be held in a church in Dallas, so which is about four hours away from the Austin. And he said, you know, do you still want to come? I said, yes, but I don't know how to drive and I don't have a car. But he said, you know, you can come with me. And the only thing is we need to be there a week earlier. And also there will be a church event you can attend. So I said, well, that's nice, because when you talk about church event, my eyes light up, and because in my imagination, church event is like a a mountain resort, and you have uh, all sorts of fun activities to attend, and that's based on my past experience of attending church events." So I said, yes, of course, and basically accepted with no hesitation. So when the time comes, and he took me to Dallas. I happened to be at the beginning of the, a special event, it's called a spiritual convocation for this church. It's happening twice a year, and I was lucky to make to the beginning of the, the second part of the event. It's actually not a mountain resort type of event, it's more like, a, you know, about spiritual cultivation and about listening to the message of the Bible and also about the prayers. The people are really nice. And people are different from like what I used to know, like students and scholars in the university. So the people are like all sorts of people. And they have Chinese, they have Korean, they speak in different languages, but they have different professions, but all came together and to attend this church service. And they are very nice. I actually stayed in a member's house. And I still remember even up to now how comfortable the carpet of the living room is because that's where I stayed and I well slept and over the whole week. And the members, like uh, between brothers and sisters, they are really really close. They're just like one family, and that type of feeling is really really precious to me. It also makes me wonder why those people would give up their precious vacation time. You know, it's a week Christmas break, so supposed to have vacations during those times and have fun. But those people give up the vacation time, they come to church, they listen to the sermons that are not so fun. Um, then they pray for a long time and kneel down. And that's definitely the reason behind that. So I'm telling myself there are two possible reasons. And one reason is they really believe God exists. The second reason is they may be insane. So I kind of examined them, and by talking to them, I found out, well, they are normal people. They have a decent profession. So the only explanation is they really believe God exists. And that makes me wonder why, how they can believe God exists. that's my biggest barrier. I, I just cannot find any proof God exists. And the pastor told me, You know, if you kneel down and pray, if the Holy Spirit descend on you, you will understand because you will experience God. And so I want you to experience the same thing they experienced. And Pastor told me it's very simple. Just kneel down and pray like them because when Holy Spirit descend on you, you will know. And this is exactly described in Bible. And when the apostles receive the Holy Spirit, they speak in tongues. So I found out, yeah, it's very nice uh, point, because you have the theory recorded in Bible, now you have experiment, you can experience. And the, to my scientific mind, that works perfect. So the only thing is, I have to experience it. So I did put effort into the prayer for the whole week. And through the week, I kneel down and prayed without any, like, uh, you know, I basically devoted in the prayers. and. Toward the end of the week, however, I did not receive Holy Spirit and did not speak in tongues. But my mind started to change through the prayers. My mind started to make me feel I want to be part of them. I want to be part of God's family, and I want to be like one of them. We can experience God, and we can be in the same family, like you know brothers and sisters. So. In the end, I decided to get baptized. And that's the last day of the event on Sunday morning. And I was baptized. After the wedding, I returned to my home university and back to my dorm, basically. And so I realized I have a different identity now. And I am a Christian. So I was telling myself, what is a Christian supposed to do? Right? So I was telling myself, you should pray to God because you're a Christian now. So that night, the first day back to my dorm, on that night, I kneeled down to pray in my dorm for the first time. Without thinking too much, I just kneeled down and prayed. And once I kneeled down and say Hallelujah, praise the Lord, I felt a stream of power came upon me with warmth. And then my tongue started to roll, I start to speak in tongues. Just exactly like what the past has told me, exactly like what was recorded in the Bible, I received the Holy Spirit as speaking in tongues. So I realized everything is true. Everything I was being told is true about God, about Christ, about the Bible, so I found the connecting point between this wonderful theory and my real life This is just like Einstein's relativity theory It's profound theory, wonderful theory However, only until the constant light velocity conclusion was examined in the experiment Relativity theory started to become real in life The same here So only until I received the Holy Spirit, I experienced God the Christianity become real in my life. So it's no longer a fiction, it's no longer a theory, it's no longer something developed just to comfort a human heart. It's real. So after so many years of believing in God, I still firmly believe what I believe in that moment. God exists. He's in our life. There are ups and downs in my own life. And there are times I even wanted to deny God, but I couldn't because I know from the bottom of my heart God is here. I just need to rely on Him. And He is in our life, He is with us as long as we wanted to experience Him.